Hey everybody, welcome to your unpaid therapist. Hello, welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I didn't even get a donut. You are new around here. I am Valerie Ortiz. As always, I am your host, Ali Kona. She's away. Brad Ford. <laughs> this is your unpaid therapist. Chua. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Your unpaid therapist here again. I'm Valerie Ortiz. And I'm Ali Kona Bradford. And we're back for another episode. Yay! Of, yeah, yay! Of all the things. My favorite, by the way, and I love that this was your idea, was this Never Have I Ever thing. And it started with, and, and I know we've talked about that we did the Friends season. We yeah. were going to do the Never Have I Ever season, but um, Ali Kona thought it would be so fun to do this Never Have I Ever segment. And amazing idea because this is super fun yeah girl I mean, I'm, gonna I mean, give you, I'm gonna give you your flowers when you deserve them I will them. go ahead and take them <laughs> take them so do you want to start to, I, I don't yeah. even remember who started you okay, first, you, I think you start first last time okay, so okay, I'm gonna start. do the honors let's go never have I ever had a one night stand ooh what is I mean oh and, nah the fact that you okay. had to think about what is <laughs> No, now you have to explain. <laughs> Let's elaborate on this pause. Am I right, listeners no, and watchers? That... No, I say I, that because, I'm... like, you know, when you're like in, well, I, first of all, I wasn't hanging with nobody in high school. Y'all hear the stuttering? No, I hear it. I boys hear it. didn't like me when I was younger, first of all. Okay. Um, but nobody ever wanted to be in a relationship with me when I was younger. So then, does that count as a one night stand if, like, no one just ever liked me? Um, so, no, like... you either had a one night stand in your life or you didn't. That hasn't, there's, None of the other so, but if you're dating, it's not a one night stand. No, a one night stand is literally you, you mess around for one night and you never see them again. Oh no! See, clearly, I'm not educated on this stuff. No, I have not. <laughs> you done at noob? Okay, absolutely okay, no. Hard, very hard no. Okay, uh, never have I ever been gassy on a first date. <laughs> this is a good card. No on a first date but there has been moments where your stomach's not feeling right after you <laughs> ate something you probably shouldn't have ate <laughs> it's the worst feeling what about you on a first date no not a first date no. oh that's bad wouldn't that be awful uh, i guess if it ever happened it's better on the oh i don't know is it i was gonna say it's better on the first day. i mean because it doesn't mean nothing has it doesn't mean like they they knew it just means if it's, but okay so let's say you tooted would you blame it on somebody oh, else like that's what that means yeah. oh then i've never done that <laughs> then i've never no first date no second no any dates <laughs> sorry 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 sound uh, that must <laughs> that was all i got too she um, was <laughs> real excited about those cards wasn't she i was excited that it hadn't happened um so yeah that's a no okay. for both of us I'm oh glad. my god this is in the same category oh, okay no. never have i ever <laughs> <laughs> Taking a deuce before an audition or job interview because I was so nervous. That is funny. Um, we're always supposed to like raise our hand or yeah, something. Yeah, we're supposed to raise our hand. I guess go if, if you know. I mean, I guess I'm confused. Uh, okay, so you know it's funny. This is why this require a long explanation. So again, you guys know I used to be a dancer, and there'd be two restrooms and like anywhere from a hundred to two hundred people auditioning, and girl those bathrooms would smell like diarrhea because people be so nervous and you have flight or fight 
fight yeah so yeah. when you flight your body naturally wants to be rid of any heavy extra weight so it naturally forces you to like if you're super nervous or whatever anxiety you shit oh. yeah and so all everybody like before the actual audition oh, yeah. like you go learn the choreography and then everyone would be like in line like the line would be so deep right before the audition um yeah and it was it was so bad so were you in line I feel like I may have hit the line <laughs> you know, at some point funny. in my life. I was going to say, I feel like I remember this as a yes in like high school, like before a show, before a play of being like, oh, go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, now that you say that, but before that, like an audition or anything like that, I, I no, not like that. I've not, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Let's that see. was a really long winded answer, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, never have I ever had a lap dance by an exotic dancer. I've never even. Oh, I was supposed to raise my hand. Oh, well, she raised her hand, so I'm gonna let her go first. Yeah. Um. At my bachelorette. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. And it was, by the way, I mean, so it's like Instagram versus reality, right? So it's like Magic Mike versus reality, like you know the movie. Like you want Magic. You, Mike? I want Magic Mike the movie, and then you get reality, and you're Magic like Magic Jed. <laughs> You're like, you know, I don't, I'm not, I mean, it was, it was hilarious. It was so funny. My girls, a few, a few in particular, Kathy, I'm gonna call you out. You, you may not ever listen or watch this, but she was the funniest and like made it all worth it. Like she enjoyed it. And, and just Kathy's laugh, a good friend of mine is just, um, <laughs> it's just so contagious. So just for that experience alone, um, it was awesome. But other than that, I'm like, I don't, I mean, again, if we, ha if I have the cast of Magic Mike, like I'm, I'm all about that, but not, not the way I had it. Not some Orlando. Sorry, Orlando. Sorry, Orlando. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that <laughs> and close. Okay. It's a funny story did like for a few seconds, I'm going to go left, left field, right? Whatever. I knew somebody who was a Chippendales dancer and he like had a thing for short women, like little people, short women. And so he was like, anytime I ever saw a little person in the crowd, I'd always pull her up to do like cowboy lap dance. I'm like, that is so random, but okay. Yeah. But short Interesting. Love, right? All right. You go to Chippendales. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're from Vegas. I'm sure I'm like surprised. You're Dude, I have been to Thunder from down under and I was so disappointed because from like five miles away, you could tell every single dude is gay. You're like, yeah, that's, I was going to say something like this kind of takes away the excitement when your eyebrows are better plucked than mine. We have an issue. <laughs> I'm not, it's not as exciting. No, no. I mean, but you know what? I can appreciate a good dancer in general oh, or yeah. just the athleticism or, you know, and because you're referring to that show um, or even any of it. Don't they have a Magic Mike show in Vegas? Yes. I don't want to say that. Um, they do. But I would appreciate the the art of it or whatever in that respect. But my, well, yeah. I mean, like strong dancers. Like I'm just like, get she it. She appreciates the art of a purple thong. Don't lie. No, no, no. Not if, not in, um, no, I wouldn't. No. No. <laughs> no. no I'm going to be honest. Um, not even if a, in the most masculine man. I would not. I don't need to be. I used, in a to, thong. I used to dance with somebody who wore a purple thong. He'd be so excited when he wore it too. That's great. I'm just yeah. saying for me personally, that wouldn't do anything for, for me. you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Though speaking of dance and having the shits, <laughs> that was the last question. But now we're back. I remember this one. We made a return. We did this show. I'm so sorry, guys. We. I, it's worth telling. Okay. Yes, so please. I did this show at the Golden Nugget, which is a hotel in Vegas. It was a Christmas extravaganza, and we were in this really tight triangular formation doing some like janet jackson breakdown like ta 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 and as i'm ta ta tying i'm like 
song don't smell right. It wasn't me. Oh, let's just first put it out there. Yeah. It wasn't me, but it just got worse and worse. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. And we were so tightly packed in our formation. And as soon as our uh, set was done, literally, I turned around and be like, did you guys smell that? And then I saw this one boy go, like, oh. hauling ass off. And I was like, oh, okay. I knew where that came from. <laughs> That's so Oh. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Next card. Sorry. Never have I ever entertained flirting with a committed man. Oh. Never have I ever entertained. So you knew he had a girl, but mm -hmm. you're like, he's still fine. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, when I was so I used to work at a nightclub in Vegas, mm -hmm. and there was a dude that I would talk to all the time, but he was going through a divorce, and he got divorced. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that counts as committed man. I would probably say, I would, I think I'd say it doesn't count. Yeah, they weren't Just living together. they weren't together and you knew that and yeah. Okay, so then I'm not shady. Okay, yeah. next. I would say no and I'm I 100% no. Okay. Um, never have I ever been cheated on or have cheated. Mm. Um, no, no. Thank goodness. I mean, I guess no... I've never been cheated on that I know of, and absolutely hard no, never cheated. What about you? Do you know? Uh, I mean, I guess you no, but I mean, I, I thought about the fact that maybe my ex did, we, our relationship was kind of ending anyway, but it was really weird because he moved from LA back home to Vegas mm -hmm. and ended up meeting up with this chick like midway point driving, his friends came to pick him up. And then two weeks later, they were in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, good for you. I don't care. Like, I don't care. But then they ended up getting married. And I was like, okay, yeah. so hold on. Like, how were you talking to her while we were still? Yeah. And, was... and that actually brings up a good topic because I was actually talking about this the other day on um, because I have a, a boyfriend and we're, we have these cards that we do and they're, they're super, super fun. And one of the cards talked about like lying and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I brought up the topic of lying through omission. Like, and, oh, and you know, yeah. that's a big, I feel like it's not, but a lot of people make it a, a gray area. Right. Where, I, where um, and I've had experiences in my past um, where people have left out vital, oh, yeah. very important 100. information because of whatever their excuses, reasons may be. But they felt like that I didn't need to know or it was I guess I'll say it felt more convenient to them for me not to know. And so but had I had this information that would have altered me staying with them or continuing the relationship or a, a lot of things. So what what is your feeling on that? Like is would you say would you say omitting something that you know may affect the other person would you consider that lying yeah yeah i'm like do, what are you omitting do you like why right. but okay and that's like, actually that's a great question because that's what um we talked about uh, my boyfriend and i and i'm i'm not like i'm not saying you're omitting like something really general that like happened years ago that won't affect me but if you're omitting per like huge Pertinent is that a pertinent information? Yeah, yeah, pertinent information that you know would affect or may maybe you don't. Yeah, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you don't know, but it will affect how I feel about you, about us, 
about our future, that kind of stuff. Oh. Not in a little silly right. stuff. Right. No, I mean, I've had that happen to me multiple times. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is, that's so disrespectful. And it's so, I feel like it's, it's manipulative. I'm going to say it. I'm just, I'm going to just say it. I think it's Very. manipulative very much manipulative it's selfish it's inconsiderate it's hurtful it's a lot of things um i've only been in two official relationships and then everybody else that i've ever been involved with was usually dating Mm -hmm. um but even then when you're dating somebody i don't think that that gives you permission to leave things out and i have good guy friends that that do that that's right that i know they're dating two different women and i don't know these women so it's not like i'm gonna call them up and be like yo blah 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 blah. but um sorry i just lost my train of thought here yeah but you were talking about the two guys and who were dating two yeah yeah and totally and... and it's like you feel terrible because yeah. I know what it's like to be on that receiving end, but they're like, well, we're dating, so I don't have to tell her. No, you don't. But if you have any type of intimate relationship with her and her body is involved with your body, then you yeah. do owe it to her to be honest with her. And yeah. I mean, I've had someone, and it it was one of those, like the first person I really, really cared about um, kind of left out the fact that like he was going to get married. Oh, wow. Like that's, I'd known him, I big... talked to him for a year, year and a half. Um, he wasn't ready to settle down and blah, 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 because he just got out of a serious relationship. And I'm like, okay, I get that. And I was young. So you kind of accept things that you shouldn't accept when you're younger, when you mm-hmm. really like someone. You're like, well, maybe if I hang around, you know, and I'm a good person, he'll see I'm a good person. Like, I think women are so guilty of that. Like, we know we're good people. We just need the other person to see that. So we hang around. And, um, I, I was not a very trusting person when it came to being physically intimate with people just due to some past situations. So when I finally did make the choice to be like, okay, like things feel right. We're just going to um, go ahead and be intimate or whatever. Literally within the next two days, I was like, yo, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? So I need to tell you something. He called me and I was like, just so you know, like, so uh, Linda and I are getting married on Monday. And I was like, I'm sorry, you said what? Yeah. And that broke my heart. Like I cried so much and on top of that i danced with this person mm. so i had to see this person three days a week because we danced in a company together his wife which was his ex-girlfriend that he was only marrying for like legal reasons doesn't matter uh was now in the company too so for three days a week i had to put a smile on my face and dance with these two people this one woman had no idea that i had any relationship with her now husband wow. and then i have to watch them be happy and just smile and dance and be like it's okay this doesn't hurt my feelings at all wow Ugh, that's yeah, that's deep. a big one. Yeah, no, that's deep. And okay, so a couple things though, while you were talking that I was thinking is, I will say that especially in the dating world, and you've been out of it for a while, but being having recently been in the dating world, now, right, was very, and shoot, it might have been popular back in the day, but I wasn't, I didn't know. But the whole non-monogamous situation, that's huge. The being very open about dating multiple people, that's huge and very common and and celebrated. Like, um, it's it's something that people do and talk about and and again it's kind of exactly what you said as long as everybody's honest and they're on the same page and it's like we're you know non-exclusive um we're still dating yeah. da, 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 like as that's all good but if if that dynamic change changes for you or something <laughs> Like you're gonna get married to somebody. Like, else. I think you kind of knew that. I think yeah, you kind of knew yeah. that. Yeah, or or you're you're having feelings or f- for somebody else that are stronger, or the the relationship is um, evolving with this other person. 
quicker or whatever like that those things need to be talked about like that's that's omission that's that goes to the selfish blah 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 thing um but i just wanted to add in there that like sure again we're not saying that when you're dating you know we we know that dating doesn't mean exclusive unless you had that conversation we're very much aware. Right. Um, but I do think for safety, sexual reasons, like if you are, well, first of all, if you're having unprotected sex. But what I was going to say, some people are okay with that. Like I, I know, I, I am, I know of people who have been in the dating world who are, have been open and honest and are having sexual relationships with multiple people and everybody's aware but everybody's okay so that that's a yeah yeah. they're aware but i'm saying if you were not aware that's when the mission thing or i'm like "Mm." yeah no that's that's whack yeah (laughs) that's so wrong um and then even going to just the whole like cheated on and just lied to in general i i had a a really and i've talked to you about this but like in and i'm not going to get into specifics but um when when things like that happen to you, especially when you're so young or like somebody lies to you about something, um, like to your face, like that, that, that does, that, that trauma doesn't leave you, right? And at least for me specifically, and I'm just going to talk for me specifically, there's something that happened specifically in my life when I was a lot younger that just never, like I didn't forget that. And so that definitely affected my relationships. Um, and then even in my past relationships, I feel like there's a lot of omission um, that was hard to get over, especially in especially starting to date again and, and feel like um, I have to trust a stranger. Like I, I knew these people for years and they weren't completely honest or had omitted very important information. And now I'm supposed to trust everything you're telling me. And I don't know you. Like, that's so hard. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that, that goes into, like, that you need to go to therapy. You need to you know, <laughs> yeah. like have some time alone. You need to have your own healing situation, um, which I did. Um but I, I, I wonder, and I'd love to get Maddie's opinion on this too, on like how, like how long, and okay, and here's, because I heard like when you break up or you, you've you gone through a traumatic um, situation, it takes double the time that you were in that relationship or went through that thing to heal from it. I wonder if that's like true or, I don't know. anyway, I heard that and I remember when a certain thing happened in my life, I was like, dang. That was a long time. I was like, it's gonna take forever to heal from this, um, and it didn't, luckily. Um, but um, yeah, like, have you had that? Like, or do you carry? Do you still carry that um, situation or, or that distrust? Maybe sometimes. With you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But not to the point. Like, I'm not a jealous, crazy person. Like, sure. that's also an issue in its own right. Like, the men or women who are so insanely jealous that they get very possessive or Mm. the people who it's so interesting to me and this is on topic but off topic when you have couples that are so combative that they like they'll throw things at each other and i'm not that person Mm. my my version of jealousy is usually internal and i'll hurt more than the other person like i'm not gonna go out and be like instead i'll 
go be by myself and cry about it, get upset about it, and then neutralize and then go back to whatever. But I'm trying to think of like after that one person going into my next relationship, I didn't think that like into the next I didn't take what happened That's in the good. past guy to the next guy. How but, long were those apart from that one to the well, next? You know, and here's what's crazy about that is um gosh how long was it maybe a year but again i was still okay. around that person always because i was dancing with this company up until i moved to la and when i moved to la it was with my ex got it like we had started dating maybe three months in and he's like oh, i'll go with you to la i'm like yeah sure yeah. yeah okay and i never had any question because i also think the jealousy thing comes from your relationship with your partner and not that it's their responsibility to make you feel secure mm. but you should make each other feel wanted enough to where you're not wondering why this person is out until two in the morning yeah um but i've had distrust issues with a person and still being involved with that person occasionally have feelings come up that I have to try to control because the urge is to instinctively be like, what's happening? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Am I being made a fool again? Am I being made a fool? Yeah. I don't know. And so that that's actually really interesting. Um well, let me adjust that you say that. Um because I wonder too, especially and I'm just gonna say as women because we're women and I feel like we have really good instincts. I'm, and I, I'll speak for myself, actually. I feel, I know I have really, really good instincts. And everything that I've ever, hmm, I don't know. I've, I've been on, I've been right. Mm. Um, and that's gotten better as I've gotten older and obviously through experience. Right. And in hindsight's 20, 2020, right? With all the things that I've said that like the omission and the whatever, all none of it was all a great surprise. Mm. Yeah. So, because, actually, one of them, the one when I was a little kid, that one was the greatest surprise. That one was, I would say, a, a, a surprise, but it actually didn't directly involve me. But, um, but the other ones weren't. So anyway, when you were saying that, I would just say, trust your instincts. Like, listen to that little voice. Like, that voice that sits with you in the in silence, I feel like is so powerful. And you meditate, right? Mm -hmm. I think you have a very powerful, um, powerful voice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just need to say that. Um, but you know what? Here's what's challenging for me is that I know that my feelings get hurt very easily, whether okay. it be within my relationship or out of my relationship. So something can which happen. Which is great self-awareness, which a lot of people don't have. It's good self-awareness, and then you just have to train yourself how to work with it. Sure. Yeah, but some people, I don't know a lot of people who can be like, I know this negative thing about myself that I need to work with, work on. I mean, there are, I think, and I think now in this, you know, go to therapy, talk about it, you know, be honest. I feel like more people are, are being more comfortable with that. But anyway, I just want to point that out, that I think that's good that you're self-aware and can look at yourself and be like all right girl now you know you do this you know like <laughs> yeah try to tap in into is this is this are the are these these voices or these voices are the yeah yeah well and i yeah and with a lot of situations so for example something can happen and immediately and i think we all do this like we get our feelings hurt and then we react 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 mm -hmm. and i've always been one to stop 
and think about it before I react, which sometimes benefits me and sometimes doesn't. Because I cool down so much that when I should be mad at somebody, I'm not because I've already taken the time to cool down. So okay. maybe I seem like the type of person that you can take advantage of. But on the other end of the spectrum, if I know I take things personally and I get my feelings hurt, um, sometimes it's good to stop and pause. I had gotten an email from somebody and I made sure to read it three times before I responded. <laughs> and it still read to me the same way. And I was like, well, that's fucked up, you know? And I responded professionally and that was that. And then I went into my email box because I was like, well, this this person never responded to me. And I was like, oh, it didn't send. Mm. Huh. And then I went back for shiggles and I was like, let me read his first initial email. And I was like, oh, wait, no, he wasn't shutting me down or my idea down. He was just saying, hold on. Huh. Got okay, it. let me redraft an email response Ooh, to him. Thank you, email yeah. gods. <laughs> so in that sense, it works out. But yeah, in terms of like um, relationship wise, uh, I think that sometimes it, it, I'll come in hot with a feeling and I won't react and maybe I should. This is turning into a tangent. But anyway, um. no, I, I guess in general, um, what I I'm curious about is um, and why it's I love that we have Maddie is when do you know? And I'm obviously a professional. Oops, uh, hit the mic. Um, when when do you know when it's when when you've healed from something or when you still need some more work and then and then okay this is another thing right now what's so popular and and i'm all for it but i also get a little like you know it's a little like cringy in the ear like just do the work i'm doing the work are you doing the work like uh, i can't like and it's so funny because i follow all those accounts and i love them and i'm and i love quotes i post them all the time so you guys are gonna be like bitch that's you um but the only reason i bring that up is because it's just like okay like I get that, like, do the work, but it's like, what's the work? Like, and how do you know if the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think if you're professing all this work that you're doing, then it's just like. You're busy professing, go do the work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like. <laughs> Don't talk about it, be about it. Yeah, a little bit, obviously, if that's your line of work or if that's your focus and, you know, whatever, I understand. Um, but I always wonder about that too. I'm just yeah. like, have you done the work? It's like. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but I love that you said awareness too, because I think a lot yeah. of people don't have self awareness. Yeah. Um, and it's always interesting to, whether it be in a relationship or with your friends, when you do start doing internal work on healing and healing and healing yourself and becoming aware of your own behaviors, making adjustments, but then you start becoming aware of other people's behaviors, yeah. and you're like, oh, so at what point do you chime in, and other, and what point do you say let them live their life? Um. I think what's awesome and especially just I'm um, speaking from experience of just when I got back into the dating world and self-awareness is far and few between like not a lot of people are super self-aware and when they are it was so refreshing and I felt like I gave those men more of a chance or more dates than some of them maybe should have gotten because of other reasons and that you know <laughs> um but I love that about anybody and in my friendships and when I was in the in the dating scene, like I think that is and men who can communicate like ugh, I, I just and who accept um, just 
constructive criticism or just even like just talking or, or who are vulnerable, all those things. Um, there's that's there's not a lot of people our age out there. No. At least the ones I'm just gonna you know my I'm only talking about my little experience. Um, so, <laughs> um, seeing that in people really made them stand out. Um, especially in a man our age, um, which is like kudos to you men out there who are doing the work. Uh, <laughs> no, who are just, you know, are self-aware and, and, and can talk about things and, and understand like, oh, I went through this and this and this, can share that and say like, and it made me this and this and this and, and, and have those conversations. Like, I, I love that. I had an interesting experience, not to like put anybody on blast, I'm definitely not gonna say their name, but going back to the whole, have you ever been cheated on or cheated? Mm. That That is not just, and I'm sure Maddie would agree, that's not just a thing where I'm with Val and she's not doing enough for me, so I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna cheat on her. That has to do with your own internal as well, need for validation. Mm -hmm. So I know somebody who, and it didn't hit him till he's clear into his 40s, where he had an experience as a young person with women going a little too far with him because he had an older brother older brother brought these older women around him yeah. and he would often be molested but then he grew to understand that that type of attention he was told was positive and he was like getting it and blah 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 That's so true. then as an adult he constantly needed attention from women mm. you know and he just without any sense and i say that meaning like he'll go sleep with her and go tell her she's great and go sleep with her, and her. but it's because he's getting a high excuse me microphone he was getting a high off of feeling validated because he wasn't getting that from mom or dad or sure. brothers or sister he was only getting it from the women who were touching him yeah and now as an adult i'm like isn't that weird how now you're kind of like a player mm. it's so yeah. weird and can we talk about the double standard too of just like if if a man is dating or seeing a lot of women or has been very promiscuous growing up, you know, that's because that's what men do. But then if a woman does it or if, if a man hears that a woman has experienced all the things and, and has had her fun or uh, X amount of, you know, lovers or whatever, then she's a hoe. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's so annoying. <laughs> and I'm like yeah. the farthest from that person. Right. But for those women out there who've had the fun, like you express yourself, girl. Yeah, I mean, it's like it is what it is. You know, uh, that leads me to think, and we'll probably have to cut away to Maddie soon. But um, yeah, I remember being in this dance studio once and having a conversation in a rehearsal, and there was this guy who, and I was friends with everybody, and he was like, you know, I could never ever date a girl that was involved with person a and person a is the person that i told you that got married gotcha and i was like oh okay so on the ass i'm not that i'm trying to be with him but he was like any girl who got he, yeah. he was like any girl that's ever gotten with person a is a moron because everyone knows person a is blah 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 and i'm like well actually i didn't and actually person a is very charming and person a will make you feel like you're the only person in the room in mm -hmm. the world and tell you all these things and i feel like there's going to be a lot of people listening who can relate to person a <laughs> I am person A, or I have been seduced by person A. Yeah, no, because you know, some like are... we all know person A. Yeah, like we know them. Rule you charming. know you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, again, and you're young, and I had not had very much experience with dudes, so I was very naive. But I just, it, I felt so not small in that moment, but just like an idiot, you know, for him to be like, I would never. Yeah, and whatever. Never. Again, okay. like you said, you you were young, but yeah, I, I it's so interesting how those. Again, going back, what started the whole topic of just like 
lying and being betrayed in general mm-hmm. how i just that is i feel like a little bit as as much time as i've had alone as much healing as i've done um i feel like that that and hopefully not but there's a little bit of that that i feel like will stay back here oh yeah you know and and that and that's ah, it, it's it, it's it, triggering. It's, it's triggering, and it sucks with the depth of my soul. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just like, dang. And I mean, I have a really close girlfriend of mine going through um, uh, some betrayal type stuff right now, and and it, just hearing it happening to people who are close to you. That's right. It, it just it's well, and then sometimes also too, it's like when the dude just owns it, and he's like, yeah, well, so. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't know. I just lost my train of thought there, but uh... yeah. Anyway, I, I, let's we, let's, let's cut away to Maddie and yeah, see like his thoughts I'm so and interested. Um, Chitty weedy thing. <laughs> I just made up my new word. Okay, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, sugars. This is a big one because a lot of people do think that if you're just withholding a bit of information, that you're not actually lying. But especially in a committed relationship where there's the trust that that is the main i think tenant one of the foundations of a committed relationship is the trust you have with one another and girl i if they're lying about the little things i bet your ass they're lying about the big things too so and from personal experience and also from clinical experience but what's the worst thing about betrayal is truly the the lo- lack of trust or the loss of trust in ourselves and this idea that you can't trust your own intuition you can't trust your own judgment and something that's helped my own therapist is that and also studying is when people lie to you we often feel like well how could i not see the whole picture some of my friends saw the picture how could i not see that that's because the person that was lying to you only showed you what they wanted you to see listen to that again The person that was lying to you only showed you what they wanted you to see. So things like shame and guilt, you can tell those things to go take a hike because those are not going to be helpful right now in you developing trust within yourself. What are great things is you spending time with yourself, you nurturing the friendships and the relationships that give back to you where you feel like you can have honest feedback and honest conversations. And that is it takes time, but it's also really great to write down what what makes a trust, trustworthy person for you because this stuff gets in in our head. And when you write out, okay, this is a list of someone who is trustworthy to me, then you literally have a list of what you can focus on and go to. Because I agree, I, you know, I'm, I don't know if it ever goes away. This when you When you lose that trust in yourself, there's always that part of you in the back of your head that goes, what if... And I, from talking to a lot of people that have been cheated on or lied to um, and just self-experience, I don't think that ever goes away. I think it is grieving the innocence that we lost because we are a different person. I think people are, it's like, it is a death. It is a death of a relationship and is a death of, uh, what does Oprah say? Forgiveness isn't about the other person. Forgiveness is letting go of the idea that what happened could have been any different. And this idea that we think we could have done it differently, this coulda, this shoulda, we're shooting on ourselves. 
And so let's just be present-minded, not even too future, really present-minded about what do we trust, what do we believe in, and what gives us happiness now. Woo! We went to church a little bit. Hope you didn't mind. I brought up Oprah. Anyway, all right, y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Okay, so I'm going to start this one off. I I love what Maddie said about learning to rebuild and trust in yourself again Mm -hmm. because... Also, too, when you get played by somebody, the first person you blame outside of them is yourself. Yeah. How did I not see that one coming? I missed all the red flags. Why did I make excuses for them? And it's like you also mm-hmm. have to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. You didn't know. Like for me, like I have rose-colored glasses, and I want to see the best in people. Yeah, and I think to be honest, um, I think through time, and I, what I loved that he said one that he was so vulnerable and shared a little bit about his experience, but two is he was like, whether it's going to take a year, two years, three years, whatever that time takes for you to kind of build that again, to be able to trust yourself is so important because now even just for myself being on the other end of, of that is healing enough to know that, right? And to trust and also to know yourself worth enough to establish the right boundaries so that anytime... So you're not, you won't even entertain anything that isn't what you want and what you expect and what you're worth. And and some of these words can sound like entitlement, but it, it doesn't come from that. And it doesn't come from like this air of like, I am better than thou. Nothing like that. Like, obviously you give what, like, hopefully you're, you're, giving somebody else what you want back right like i want the honesty i want the trust i want all this love i want the attention i want the gifts i want the dates like hopefully you're investing that all of that and that's what you receive right but i think at least for me after the dating process and after everything that i've went through and you know because i've talked to you about this like and to where i am at right now in today and he talked about like you know being present and and just and then being aware of what's um happening in front of you um and that could have been a tangent too that he was going on but it's you realize so much quicker what's for you and what's not Mm -hmm. i think after you've had enough space away from that trauma or whatever happened Mm -hmm. And I will say this, you're very good about having certain standards and not accepting anything less. And as soon as you realize you're getting less, you're like, deuces. Yeah. And I, and that's, and you know, um, in my, it's gotten better. Like I, it's, it's been a process and it's something that, especially my last long relationship, you know, there was, you know, it was nothing horrible, but it wasn't great. And it wasn't what I wanted. And, and for me, that's, you know, we're not getting any younger. Life is super short. And I just feel like after a while, you have to know that you're worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and of course, sometimes, um, (laughs) it's harder to leave. (laughs) It's harder to leave a situation or leave somebody that you still love. Mm -hmm. Right. And who hasn't done anything necessarily huge that's wrong they just haven't they're just not what you yeah it's just not enough um that's very difficult that was very difficult for me um but after 
But then, yeah, and but then getting back into the dating world and you learn. And then here's, and you know what? And this is what I want to say because it goes with this episode. It's like, don't settle. Don't settle, don't settle, don't settle. Because everything that you want and that person that you think doesn't really exist, they freaking do. They exist and they're going to give you all the things that you would put into a relationship, you're they're there. They're out there. You just have to be patient. You have to do the healing that Maddie says, however long it freaking takes. But just wait, mm-hmm. you know, and, and learn about and date and learn about yourself throughout the process. But exactly what you said. But if you're not finding it, if they're not it, don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. Like, just wait. Because mm-hmm. he's he or she, they... All, whatever pronoun it is, you know, to uh, be inclusive, will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on that note, amazing advice. Uh, I think it's time we call it a day. Let's call it a day. All right. So, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can find us on Patreon and all the things, social media. We've enjoyed talking with you today, and we will see you next time. Adios. Adios.